Hello, boys and girls, ladies and gems. Welcome to another episode of the e-commerce and dropshipping podcast. On today's episode, we've got a very um, a special guest that uh, I've been trying to interview for over two years now. Obviously, he's been traveling all, all over the world and he's, you know, doing his own thing. But um, today, he's currently in London. So we're here to record a brand new episode where we will be talking about different things from e-commerce to branding, affiliate marketing. Um, yeah, all sorts of uh, things on today's episode. So with all of that said, please welcome Mr. PJ. Hey, how's it going, man? Yeah, all good, man. All good. Uh, it's actually good to have you on board. Likewise, man. But before we start, I would like you to tell the audience about yourself and who you are, what you did, what you do, and all of that good stuff. Um, so when I start, it's hard when you have to talk about yourself, you know, but anyway so yeah it's pj uh, from the uk born and raised i moved out to monaco like nine years ago mm-hmm. um my background is online marketing affiliate marketing digital marketing internet marketing um i've done some e-commerce before um branding offer creation all of this good stuff copywriting Okay. All right. So let's take it. Let, let's let's go back in time and talk to us about how you started in the digital, uh, you know, in in the internet marketing. What year exactly, and when did you actually start, and how was it? Was it easy as as before, or is it more difficult now? So let's just go back and start. Yeah. So um, getting back, it was been a long time ago. Like I first entered the space in 2009 and the way i got into it is i had some friends who was actually um doing a lot of google adwords and stuff like this which i had no idea they used to tell me to get into the industry i had no idea what they were doing none of it made any sense to me but slowly but surely um one guy in particular his name is chris he was always telling me that he thought I was bright enough to be able to figure it out, to get into the game. Um, they was actually selling um, tipster services for sports betting. Mm-hmm. And they were running some AdWords on that. Um, one of them got really, really good at AdWords. So eventually, he made a course teaching people how to do AdWords. So that was my cue initially to enter the space. I entered the space. I had no idea what I was doing. So I... Um, I did so much research, crazy, figuring out what is affiliate marketing, um, internet marketing, all of this good stuff. And I discovered at that moment, I didn't have the affiliate skills to be able just to go and promote other people's offers. So I figured it was better that if I created an offer. Okay. So what I did is I looked for somebody that I could team up with. And luckily I found somebody who was um, an astute Forex trader. And in the end, the first product that we sold, and I don't mean like the Forex you see on Instagram these days, which is all these dodgy guys who are just, yeah, doing all kinds of shady things. This was actually real courses. 
It wasn't just like deposit your money here and I'm going to get a commission from the broker. All right. So it was actually selling real courses. And um, that was the first thing I did, actually. So. And were you successful right away with that? Or obviously, when you start, when you did your research and when you're trying to figure things out, were you successful the first time around? Like, okay. or. Good question. So actually, initially, I was like, um, I didn't know how to sell it, of course, right? I didn't have the AdWords skills. Um, I was going in, I was always obsessed with going into forums and everything. So what I initially discovered was I wasn't the only person selling courses on the internet for Forex, surprisingly. But uh, so what I did was I actually reached out to all these other offer owners and i reached out let them know i have a new product um, i told them the person behind the product and i realized that uh, these guys have all got email lists so i was like how about you promote my product to your existing database and i will give you a commission and i offered out 60 percent commission because initially we just couldn't get the traction and my whole aim of this was to break even i figured if i can break even then i'm onto something maybe even i would have done a slight loss I would be onto something and it's just a way to figure it out to make oh, it so profitable. You, at that time you just wanted to figure out how the actual game works. Yeah, I just wanted to make sales. So, like, yeah, exactly. like if I could make any sales. You just literally. want to make sure that this this uh, MVP or whatever it was that it actually works. That yeah. this, this this affiliate stuff actually works. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. Just for validation that you're going on the right path. Okay. So initially, um, in the end, I managed to convince a couple because the affiliate marketing game back then is a lot different than it was now. It's, it was a lot more clicky. So people would only promote other people who they knew and introductions. And I didn't know anybody. So, and I didn't have an email list. So I had nothing to offer back except commissions. Commission, yeah. yeah. So eventually um, I managed to convince a couple people. Um, and yeah, they, initially I made $3,000. Profit. Okay. Yeah. So not too bad for you first. Not, not too bad at all. <laughs> not, not too bad. bad. So when I made that three thousand dollars, that was my cue. That was like, okay, this is gonna work. I'm going all in. So literally for one year I stopped partying and I just needed to you figure out the game. Yeah. yeah. So obviously your first attempt, you you'd say obviously you put in a lot of work because you have to put in the work. A lot yeah. of a lot of my listeners here, they think that <clears throat> Obviously, the main focus is e-commerce and dropshipping in general. They think that the first time the, uh, they open a store, they can just, you know, find a winner and they can make millions. Course, That's not how it works. You have to put in the work. It might sound that maybe you kind of were lucky a little bit, but you had to put in the work. Oh, yeah. There's no. always work involved. Yeah, I, I say that like, uh, say like, like off the top, like it was just like that. But no, putting the product together was so much research involved. I had to find out other people who was making it work. So if I was going to um, um, relate that to the e-commerce game, I would be studying all the other stores, seeing who is successful, why are they successful, checking out their um, copy on the website, checking out their homepage, their product page, you know, like it's the same kind of thing. So with this game, I was checking out other people's sales letters, um, seeing the top offers, why are they the top offers, really studying their copy like i really went all in on like that's actually one of the first skills i learned it was copywriting right and um, it was great advice somebody told me he told me if you learn how to write copy you can sell whatever so exactly uh, i've actually talked about this in in my previous episodes that how important it is to write a copy a copy basically means you know like it could be from product description to anything you just have to um write something to persuade people to take action 
right? Exactly. It's not an easy um, skill to have. You have to uh, obviously um, put in some work as well to understand psychology of sure. how to persuade people writing um, a, a copy is, is, isn't that easy, you know. Um, building um, an offer, whether that's on affiliate marketing or, or trying to write a product description, isn't that copy and paste from like a lot of new people do when they try to start an e-commerce dropshipping, for example, they just copy uh, whatever they have on AliExpress and paste it into their oh, yeah. product description. That's not how it works. That's that's comp- you, you, the, the most important thing is about is talking about the, for example, if you're selling a product, talking about uh, first of all the benefits of the product, but that's that's a, that's that's copy. But then again, you have to make it very persuasive isn't it 100 percent. because if you just copying the other person then at best you're just going to be like the other person and the aim of the game is to be number one so if you want to be number one yeah sure you get the inspiration from the other guys but you have to write better copy than the other guys of course or over failing and that then you're just going to be battling in terms of um your ad creatives when you're running your ads and you're going to try and get the edge that way but it's better to try and get the edge in the copy because that's right. a lot more in control your control than relying on Facebook's algorithm to deliver your good customers. Okay. If someone wants to learn about copywriting, what advice would you give? Okay. My best advice for copywriting, like, honestly, like, you know, but like, okay, even before our time, but the direct response, like letters, leaflets people used to give, like back in the days, they actually had the best copyrights. Cause, cause you gotta imagine now these have got to convert super cold traffic. Like they're not converting people online who are on Instagram scrolling. They're converting people who've just got a leaflet junk mail through the door. So what I used to do is I used to try and gather as many of these that I could because right. the persuasive copywriting in these leaflets are absolutely killer. Yeah. yeah, they're killer. Like these guys are sharks. So another thing you would do as well is if you're in the e-commerce space, you would go to the top um, stores in your space or just top stores in general um not like the big brands because the big brands had to another playing field but guys who you could relatively feel like you could compete go and look at their websites why are they so successful and a lot of people overlook things like the trigger words the keywords the benefits like people just overlook some of the wordplay that they're using and it's all about the wordplay so you'd have to go study competitors see what they're doing um, there's several good uh, copywriting books out there. Just learn it because the main thing about copywriting is, as you touched on, this, it's the persuasive part of it. You've got to treat, uh, you've got to teach or people. Sometimes you've got to show a person what they want or what they need and they didn't even know it. And you have to show them why they need it. And that's all coming with the persuasion. And some people don't get the benefit immediately. So then another angle to hit them with is, what they lose if they don't have that thing. And, right. no, and nobody wants to lose right. something. So, so yeah. if they're losing it's out. So this, yeah. So it's just about getting the trigger words and um and you will only get that by studying competitors who are right. successful. That's actually a good point that you made. There was a study that was made um and on their uh, obviously what makes people take action and what makes people not take action. You'll be surprised that probably 80% of people that take action, they take action based on not wanting to lose something, you know, what we call loss aversion in their uh, cognitive biases. Exactly. And the rest would still take action, but even if you give them something that would benefit them, 
right? They, mm. they will still be like, mm, okay, I might think about it. But if it's if you score something that that they might lose, for example, listen, you've got this. If you don't take action, let, let, let's just give an example. Let's say you 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 you're sick, you're not feeling well, and the doctor goes like, listen, if you if 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 you don't take this pill today or this medication today, there's a possibility that you might die. Of course, that's loss aversion right there. You'd be like, okay, I want to, I'd rather take the pill. I don't know what's going to sure. happen, but I'd rather take it. So loss aversion, if that, and, and that's a really, really good way to getting people to take action, whether that's on offers and affiliate marketing or on your e-commerce stores or brands sure. or whatever. So if you could persuade people that if, you don't, if they don't take action, they lose something, then you have to work on your copy because that's one of the, that I'd say that's really, really powerful. If you can get people not, you know, 100%. to take action based on, on, on what we call loss of urgent. hundred percent. And the other thing is like people overlook copy. Like, um, I see a lot of people make this mistake in the e-commerce dropshipping business. They will go and study a competitor's website, but they're looking like the layout of the site, they're looking at the product that's pictures, correct. but they're not looking at what they're saying and more importantly, how they're saying, saying it. it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, you yeah. really have to study copy and understand copy. People don't just say things for the sake of saying it because it looks good on the website. They're saying it for a reason, and that's to convert the visitors. That's that's actually true. You you it, you know you there's 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 always you know um, ways that people are persuading you. You can look around, for example, on the train station. You look at the ads on you know displayed on 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 the train station. Every single. Uh, place you go to and you look you look at the billboards or something that that's that's that there's an ad there that's trying to persuade you to take action sometimes you're not even aware of it and then you you take action anyway because you've been persuaded so like, copy is very important so you guys the, the listeners here that's something you should really really work on which is your your copywriting get books there are many books that we can you know um put down and under this this episode that you can check out and to learn copy and you know that that's going to help you understand you know how to create offers whether that's on affiliate marketing or on e-commerce or whatever you're trying to do right now my next question for pj because obviously you 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 you've been doing the affiliate marketing that you're still doing it now but at one point in your career one point in your journey you moved on to e-commerce and you moved on into building brands and stuff like that. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I was doing um, affiliate marketing somewhat, I would say pretty successfully. Um, it got me a move out to Monaco, so I can't complain. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I just feel like after doing it for, must have been at that stage around six years. I don't know, I, I just felt like I needed a new challenge. Um, I, I kind of got a little bit bored, like, um, I wouldn't say the hunger wasn't there, but I just, I don't know, I felt like I've been doing the same thing for so long, I wanted right. to change. So then I challenged myself because at this stage, um, I felt like I knew sales, I felt like I knew marketing, and I felt like I knew um, branding. So I challenged myself, I've been selling um, digital products for six years, can I now transfer the skills that I have into the physical products? So. I moved over to that world and I um, I started out an e-commerce brand. It was a streetwear brand, right. a men's streetwear brand. Started out in the UK. 
And my main focus was because it's a very competitive space, like everybody has a streetwear brand. So my main focus was on the branding, on the marketing. I thought that that's going to be my key to outselling the competitors. So we went really deep in on the branding and um, we did quite a good job of it. In the end, we managed to get like, we um, doubled down on influencer marketing. Um, We got um, a lot of really top um, football players, soccer players, wherever you're watching it and listening to this, um, to wear the brand. And the best thing is we didn't even have to pay the football players, soccer players to wear the brand. But when I mean like, Top guys, I mean like top guys, like right, earning yeah. like 200K plus a week, you know? Right. So we got some um, good plays and that helped. And a lot of them, they allowed us to use their images in our marketing, which right. really so helped blow the brand. Yeah, that's great. And and when you started the brand, how did you get those footballers or celebrities to wear your brand? How did you persuade them though? Honestly, it's like not in the way most people thought because everybody used to think that we was like, how much did you pay these guys? And like, bro, these guys are on like 200K. We're not paying these guys, trust me, you know? So um, to be biased, the brand looked good. It looked very good. So what we did was we just reached out to them like via Instagram of always like Instagram DMs like we knew our chances of success were super low because these guys get like a ton of yes. messages from fans yeah. and whatever you know so but yeah. you obviously you had to use it again this is copywriting it's copywriting. You, have to, you have to use you have to use certain you know messages to persuade the person to open your message you can't just even say hi uh, how are you are you interested in you have to have a special obviously uh a special way yeah we of, have a special you know, way for sure so persuasive copywriting and i realized that all we needed to do is get one and then we that just needed to get snowball one. so once we got that one effect, then the next messages would include a picture of that footballer wearing it yeah, exactly so it's the power for relativity they call it kind exactly. of but are because the other guy's wearing it so i want to wear it as well exactly you know? and then the other one sees that the other exactly. person wears it i want to wear so it so it's well. almost like a, almost like a formal type of thing right, it's right. another reason why people make purchases because they don't want to miss out right you know like exactly, most of these yeah. big brands like the chanel's of the world the louis vuitton's of the world they're only selling so well because people see it's cool status. to have it yeah. it's the status and if you haven't got it you're not cool or you've not got right. a good status and, this, and that's like actually again this is really really powerful in in, in copy if you can include this kind of uh, copywriting in your sure. in your in your brand then you can definitely you know scale uh, your e-commerce brand if you can get people to think that listen if you're not buying our brand then you kind of you're an average person because you have to stand out you have to be like the rest and and it's powerful obviously i've seen i've seen the brand and i've seen the people that were wearing it even today because i know that you've exited the brand you've Mm -hmm. sold it right yeah even now i'll see people around in london still wearing it which is really good okay it's not it's not kind of a gymshark kind of thing but it's still knowing the fact that i know the person who used to own this brand and then he's done really really well and you've exited which is really, really good. Yeah, it used um, to be cool when I'd just be out and then we'll just see people wearing it. Exactly, like, yeah. Nice exactly. hat bro, and it, be like, yeah, yeah. It, def- what do you think the brand represented though? Like, For me, the brand was about, um, so there was coolness, um, there was lifestyle. Like I really wanted to sell a lifestyle. So a lot of our marketing and branding was into a lifestyle. What I mean, so um, we knew our target audience was like, uh, men was like age 18 to 35 right. and guys who want to aspire to have a status so right. 
we wasn't the cheapest, especially um, our caps. We sold like so many caps and we wasn't the cheapest, but because yeah. we wasn't the cheapest, it made other yeah, people want it. Pricing, yeah, exactly. So yeah. we had like, yeah, mid level premium <laughs> pricing yeah. and people wanted it for that reason. And like I say, if you can see that this football player is wearing it, then of course I want it. And then um, another thing was in our marketing was just to show as many people wearing it as we possibly could. So right. again, people don't want to miss out because what what you um ended up doing obviously you went from you know the 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 gorilla strategy kind of thing you know people just wearing it and then others are looking at all these celebrities wearing your your product but now it's time for you to actually get those people to take pictures and send them over to you so you can use digital marketing yeah so that's what we did so and the way we did that was we would incentivize them um, all of our buyers they would get follow-up emails in um incentivizing them to give us uh, a review or a video review or pictures in exchange for a discount on their next purchase so that way of viral marketing helped a lot and you can apply that it doesn't have to be a clothing brand it can be in anything it doesn't matter what you're selling if you can get the customers just to give you some feedback just give you a picture a video of them using it again it all leads to other people seeing it and not wanting to miss out on that product. Right. So yeah, that's 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 actually really uh, powerful because all all it takes is a couple of big celebrities to uh, actually you know just wear your brand and then you set for a very long time because sure. you know um, I, I'm sure you you're aware of the uh, the brand Hera you know yeah, and, and what what he did with. Uh, with mm-hmm. uh, Conor McGregor, shout out to Ash if he's uh, listening. So because I've spoken to him and I wanted to get him on the podcast, but I will see. That's another thing. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll 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 talk about it in the future. But I but it's 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 very very um, very powerful uh, building a brand and getting big celebrities to wear your brand. If you can persuade people that way in building like a, a really really good brand yeah, uh, for sure because <clears throat> even outside of that again a lot of our branding and marketing was around um luxury so i would um it was creating content in um luxury cars in luxury um holiday destinations right. all of this thing you know to have people to aspire that, for that, that life that definitely did help because obviously sure. as you see this light it was a lifestyle brand because obviously uh you had you, you took pictures of it with with your ferrari and your bentley and stuff like that and that that does help yeah. that's that that aspires people 100%. to be like all right i want to wear that brand because i want to relate to it and hopefully one day i'll get sure. to the next level as well myself in terms of sure. becoming very successful mm-hmm. so yeah it's definitely a status game yeah definitely yeah and 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 when you exited the brand, what was the main focus afterwards? Did you do other things? Obviously, I know that you're involved in real estate yeah. and other things, but uh, but in terms of of uh, in the digital world, like what you moved on, your next mm-hmm. thing was, uh, I believe, NFTs and stuff like that. One yeah, well. so and definitely an internet entrepreneur. I'm always like, so with the NFTs, yeah, we moved into the NFT space. Uh, and again, I like to go all in when I go into something. So I went all in on NFTs and it actually did very, very well. I have zero complaints. It was a very, very good space. Right. Um, all in on to your question, when I left the e-commerce game and I exited, I was at this stage kind of missing the digital right. product space again because the digital product space was my bread and butter. It is my bread and butter. and. Um, there's just so many aspects of it that 
I missed that you cannot get in the physical product world. Right. But then again, there's benefits and pros in the physical products that you can't get in the digital. Mm-hmm. Of course. Would so. you say that in the affiliate world, in the affiliate marketing, it's easier to uh, to run an offer or and and or make money from from it, or it's slight. Obviously, for someone who's com- a complete beginner, someone who's right. never like. Uh, done affiliate marketing and they want to start what advice would you give them and what okay. would you good question so um i would actually say now in because obviously affiliate marketing has changed a lot over the years mm-hmm. like even when i started out nobody was even running facebook ads can you imagine yeah. so i'm like it was a lot of email, email marketing list, yeah. okay so back then you could get started as affiliate um, a lot easier um i would say now you definitely need some money to start out with or the ways people get into it without any money is they're either blogging and they build an audience that way right. organic um, reach kind of organic reach viral on tiktok or, or the instagram tiktok videos. instagram they're all building an audience on instagram if you've right. got an audience on instagram you can use the, the audience to market to same with tiktok or any of the other social media platforms so unless you went that route if you didn't have initial cash to get started mm-hmm then affiliate marketing now is a little bit more trickier because it's all about Facebook advertising, TikTok advertising, and Google ads still. So you would say that, obviously, it's not as easy as before, but For sure. now they, whoever is listening and trying to figure out the affiliate marketing stuff, they need to focus on advertising. Yeah, for running me, ads and- advertising or just building up a database. So if you ask me now to start out as an affiliate with no money or whatever, what I would do would be my main focus would be building an email list. Right. Okay. So what I would do in this situation is I would go and find um, a product that somebody would want. So let's say I'm going to go into the, uh, I don't know, the make money online niche, we call it um, biz up or MMO space, which is teaching people how to make money online. Personally, what I would do is I would go and find a PLR product. Um, private labels right product mm-hmm. you have the rights to resell them or to give them away okay so what i would do is i would find a good free book mm-hmm. ebook i would create a website which is just going to be a landing page to collect emails yes. i would make it look very good yes. and you could use um system a.io you you talk about a lot so again you can build it for free okay so the product's costing you free it's an ebook mm-hmm. the website's going to cost you free with system a.io yeah so my aim then would be to create the website um, landing page sorry and talk about the benefits of this book for people who want to start to make money online get this book for free okay so then once i've done that again i don't want to spend any money on traffic because i don't have any money so what i would do is i would be talking about it i would be going to um instagram doing posts about it on instagram facebook all the social media platforms going into forums where people want to learn how to make money online and um, blogs leaving blog posts probably start my own blog going into facebook groups wherever you can go and find these free audiences right yeah sure it's a slower process but it's definitely a process that can happen and does happen still to yeah. this day yeah and build up an email and, list and 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 obviously in that process of building the email list would you say that it's it's good to have a follow-up email sequence to make yeah, money isn't it exactly so what i would do is once i give this way i give away this free book um i would have the follow-up sequence with an autoresponder again 
you can some auto responders i think uh on, 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 get the, on, on the systemy.io that I, 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 by the way guys i'm going to leave the link below so you can check it out it's a really great platform to build a uh, free website for if you want to sign affiliate marketing uh it's a free website that it has everything you need in in that one platform i'll i'll, li I'll leave the link below so you guys can check it out if you want to start um affiliate marketing uh and it does offer you a uh, i think they have a partnership with active campaign you i believe okay. so, yeah, so no, that way you can campaign. send out follow-up emails for free as you yeah, said exactly because well to touch on some of the auto responders or email service providers esps for short right a lot of these um allow you free contacts some yeah, of them for, for, for people who don't um uh, know what E e ESP, ESP email for. service provider right yeah. exactly so like um, getresponse.com aweber.com active campaign uh, MailerLite MailChimp all of these generally all have free plans right some of them are mostly like up to 500 subscribers but some allow you up to 1000 and you can send emails for free so again it's not really an excuse to not be able to get started because of money because all of these tools and methods we're talking about now at zero cost. Exactly. Isn't it funny though that sometimes when you sit down and we talk, we talk that one of the main reasons people don't start is not because of lack of resources. Yeah. It's lack of uh, resourcefulness, isn't it? Yeah. So people are sometimes very, exactly, they're not hungry enough. You don't exactly. have that desire to be, you look, you're looking at your circumstances, you're looking at your situation and you're looking, you know for a fact that you should be doing more and you should be starting with e-commerce dropshipping, or affiliate marketing but you know for a fact that you have to do it but you're not doing it that's and that's right. a big 100%. big issue isn't it because a lot of people they see um, people what they would call successful online and most people like i have so many people ask me questions how do we get started get started and i i i can tell like they don't want to know how to do it they just want the end result so right. most guys are asking me how did you do that you don't care how i did it you want to know how did i buy this thing right you know? So that's a big problem out there. Yeah, so that's what it really is with these guys. Um, they just really want to know the, um, how to get to the end result. They don't want to go on the journey. That's the big problem. But it's true though, because a lot of people, they they when they look at someone who's very successful, they want to get to that the end, you know, of driving the Ferrari. They don't want to see you when you're driving the, the Fiat. Or maybe when you when <laughs> when you're walking, <laughs> of course, you know, when you're oh. the, you know walking and you know riding your bikes and going yeah, through a hardship sure. and going through all these dark moments when you're about to give up, but you know that of course. giving up was not an option. Or when I was doing the nine to five to right. get there, like where I was doing nine to five, but my nine to five wasn't nine a.m. to five p.m. It was nine a.m. to five a.m. You know, yeah, exactly. like I was so, sleeping like four hours wow. a night. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, so like people don't really want to do that. So you, but, you you have to sacrifice something in order to get to the next level. Hundred percent. Obviously, a lot of people think that there will be a balance. You know, like life. Yeah. Uh, family and 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 having that balance obviously if you have kids and you have family it's going to be challenging but uh we're not going to be talking about that but oh, there's a just, world in a way exactly uh there, there is there's going to be challenges but you have to be willing to um put in the work 100 percent. so yeah and um yeah i totally agree well yeah like as i was saying like for people who want to start out with the email market and stuff um that's the way you could do it. You can be an affiliate, but enter it on the email marketing perspective rather than on the paid ad. And as you touched on before, with um, when you're building up the email list, it's important, actually, it's crucial that you have a follow-up sequence. 
Um, and in the follow-up sequence, the first one I wouldn't try to sell. They would be like, yeah, thank you for subscribing. Here's the link to the book or whatever they've done. And then I would be like, hey, if you're interested in this, maybe you'll also be interested in this. Or another way I like to position it when I'm list building is I would give away. I've just actually launched a campaign yesterday where I'm building an, another list in another space, in the self-help space. And it's like, okay, I'm giving away a free training, a free video course. And then in the follow-ups, I'm like, well, I'll leave you like this. How about some advanced training course? I think you'll be interested in. Yeah. And that's a promotional product where I'm going to get a commission if they buy. Right. So that's the best way to do it. Um, build up the free list. Um, then have them on the automatic sequence and then promote them as well. Like exactly. So doing... yeah, first, the first thing then is to uh, obviously provide value first. And then follow up sequences to try and promote the offer and then get commissioned that way. And um, I've got one more question for you, which is what platform should people use if they want to uh, start affiliate marketing? Honestly, like um, I would say the most easiest one to do is clickbank.com. Mm -hmm. I started out on clickbank.com. Um, they're still going very strong. And why I say they're the easiest ones to do, because there is a, what we call advertiser networks out there where a lot of affiliates run traffic from. And a lot of these guys want to make sure that you're already an affiliate before they even accept you. Right. ClickBank, you can sign up today and start promoting immediately. So you don't have to have experience or have a list. Or... Don't need to have experience, right. don't need to have the list. You can join them. Like if you was a new affiliate and you try to go to some of these top ad networks, they won't accept you because you don't have any traffic. ClickBank will accept you if you have traffic or not. And the best and the biggest reason I would say clickbank.com is because they have so many products on there that you can go to promote. Right. And they make it very, very simple. So um, with the ad networks, for example, if I'm going to get a commission, they will normally pay you, depending on who you are, weekly, fortnightly, or bi-weekly if you're in the States, or monthly. Clickbank, um, they automatically take your commission out from the product price. So let's say it's a promo, a product for hundred dollars you're promoting. Mm -hmm. There's a fifty percent commission to keep things simple. They will automatically take your fifty dollars out and send it to your account, and the other fifty dollars to the Post offer to owners. The so it's just simple. Yeah. So there's no complications. No you complications. As as no you... chasing money. Right. Okay. Know? That's good. So ClickBank. So that's what I would do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So before we wrap up uh, this uh, episode. Um, obviously, I've got one more question for you in regards to e-commerce because I know you've got a lot of uh, expertise when it comes to e-commerce and uh, starting a brand. As a brand expert yourself, you know a lot about branding and stuff like that. And 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 if someone wants to start a an e-commerce brand, what niche or niche would you say is the best at this time? Honestly, personally, like um, I always believe you should start out in the in the pain relieving niche where somebody has pains that they need to be relieved. I don't mean physical pains, whatever the type of pains are. OK, that's what they will start out with. And I find the biggest niche for that is the beauty industry. Like not only are you relieving somebody's problems like um, a man or a lady, they want to look better. Um, they want to look thinner, they want to, whatever it is, their hair, they will, mm. they always have a need in that beauty space. So if you can fill their needs, it's a lot easier than starting out like I did, for example, in right. the clothing brand, because it's not a need. The only need is the need Stages. and desire to have the status. Right. 
or with the beauty products it's the need to look better it's the need to feel better and then on top of that is it's the space where you're going to get the most repeat customers correct if your product's good right yeah that's, that's actually true most of the um the and i've uh, touched on this a few times on the previous episodes which is stick to beauty niche if you can or any type of product that actually solves a problem even like it could be anything it could be a back pain it could be foot pain whatever it's just yeah. any product that actually solves a problem but the beauty niche if you guys are listening you know what you need to do do some product research in the beauty niche and then find products that are good for you and by the way if you guys are looking for a platform to um, look for winning products i'm gonna leave a link down below for uh, a platform that i use it's called shop hunt it's a it's a really really good place that i've been using the past four weeks now and i'm quite surprised that there are some really really good winning products that you can you can find there obviously i have my own ways of finding winning products but uh check them out um i think that they, they, they'll definitely help okay so my last question to you pj is what advice would you give to people who want to start with their in, in in affiliate or e-commerce or whatever it is what, what what is it just something to um give them that push to go and and and, and do something you know yeah um well the best advice i could give is start now right just really just start now it doesn't really matter like whatever your excuses for what your for why you haven't started it is that it's an excuse okay you can tell me you don't have time i will never buy that definitely have the time because you don't need that much time right okay so it doesn't matter if you want to go into e-commerce if you want to go into affiliate marketing just make that first step if you want to go into e-commerce sign up for a free shopify account just make that free step you know Um, because once you find once you start making one step it leads to the second step it leads to the third step if you just sit and keep thinking about it and talking about it and dreaming about it then it's just going to stay like that you know? right it's true yeah, so it's my true. biggest advice is just um, do. do do it, it. just yeah, go and just do, do it. it and don't be scared of Failing. screwing up because you probably are going to screw up you know like everybody screws up but it's not a bad thing it's how you learn 100 there is that saying that goes like you learn more from failing than you do from 100 because from success you're actually learning nothing when you become successful you become arrogant you become complacent sure. all you care about is you know people looking at you sure. forget about the work you don't because you're not doing the work anymore that's why every now and then you see people that get to the highest level they always mess up most of the times because yeah. they 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 just forgot about the work ethic that they that made them go to that level and when something goes wrong they don't have the ability to deal with it because exactly. nothing ever went wrong exactly before, yeah so. that's actually true yeah mm-hmm. dealing with the with the adversity is very important how to deal with stressful situations and you will for anyone who's who's willing to you know uh, if you're able to to deal with stress and and setbacks and adversity you, you'll do really really well in life but uh, for those of you who quit the minute they see a challenge in front of them be like oh yeah this is not for me because i've seen it time and time again those who really make it to the top are those who stay and carry on despite um challenges despite adversity despite losing money despite whatever it is is you have to carry on you know no, you totally do and you, that's why i say like 
Um, it, it's quite important that you know what you want to do because a lot of people they're all over the place are like oh is it e-commerce is it yeah, affiliate is just choose yeah. one and start yeah, and stick you know? to it stick that and another thing i would say um, you really must do is create them to-do list honestly like them to-do lists are really powerful like um i never used to use them but you they're crucial like have you one step okay your five step ten step whatever it doesn't matter it's like okay i'm gonna do this I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. But get Stick it done. Stick to it, yeah. Just make sure you get it done. It doesn't matter how small that task is or how small that step is. It's important that you make that step. Right. Or you're never going to get going with it. Exactly. All right. So that's the um, end of our episode with uh, PJ. But before we finish the podcast, where can people reach out to you? Um. So, yeah, you can find me on uh, TikTok these days. Um, I'm on the at offer goats. Um, so that's O double F E R G O A T S. We'll leave the link below anyway. So yeah, you can, can leave the link below. Um, you can also get me on, um, Instagram and that's affiliates only underscore again. Right. So yeah. So if you guys want to, um, check out PJ's stuff and to check him out on TikTok and on, on Instagram and, uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed uh, today's podcast and I'm looking forward to, you know, speaking to you on the next episode and PJ, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with me. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Thank you, man. Take care. Bye-bye.